How are you? I'm so excited to be chatting with you. It is Maryland Sheep and Wool Weekend, so I'm very, very excited and a little overwhelmed. I, uh, I don't know. I find fiber festivals to be tremendous fun and then also completely overwhelming. So I thought I'd chat a bit about my plan and what I'm going to be looking for. And I'll preface everything by saying I'm so happy you're here. Um, my name's Holly. This is a podcast about knitting and making and 12-step recovery. I'm, I'm paused a bit because I'm trying to figure out what to say. I, one of the bummers of this week, I've been looking forward to this week forever, um, but one of the bummers is that my dryer broke. And so I've had to make a very expensive purchase that was not planned for or budgeted. And if you've been here before, you know... Um, my budget's really tight. I talk a little bit about this because it often feels like I may be the only person without a huge disposable income to spend on all these beautiful craft items. Um, and I certainly should not um, discount the fact that I have a ton of yarn. I'm fine. I don't really need to buy anything. But it is always fun to go to these festivals and look and be inspired and to share the community and support small businesses as well. So I'm a little um, on the fence right now because I have made a very expensive purchase already this week and I'm kind of freaking out about it. Um, and then I'm also supposed to be heading up to Frederick, which is a bit far from where I live, uh, to go to Yarn Centric, one of these pregame <laughs> wonderful shopping opportunities. There's gorgeous purveyors. And most importantly, one of my friends has volunteered to work there. So I wanted to go and support her and to say hi and see her and ooh and ah over all the handmade goods. Um, and one of the, the things I thought I'd talk about was how I managed this. So I'm really, um, I love going to these festivals, but I often find, like I said before, I'm very overwhelmed. I don't really um, make purchases impulsively and I can't really spend on the quantities of yarn that I would need to like buy a sweater's quantity just to have. Although I have done that in the past and I've been really enjoying just working through sweater quantities. Um, from the past year, I got a sweater's quantity of um, Harrisville daylights that I asked my mom to buy me for Christmas. <laughs> and she did, thankfully. Um, and so I've been really enjoying planning that out. And I've been working through some of the yarn I bought at last year's sale at my local yarn store and I've really been productive because I have this yarn and I know exactly what I want to do with it and I have a plan in place and I can just hit those marks. So it's been really a godsend this very stressful year. So no shade on anybody who does have a ton of stash. It's amazing. It's inspiring. And, um, you do you, and I, um, want to do it too. <laughs> I just can't, um, but that said, I'd like to go with a search and find mission. So one of the things I'm thinking about is um, maybe purchasing a knitting knotty because I have been enjoying hand spinning on my spindle, drop spindling. I have two very goofy art yarns that I've made. Um, I really like it. I like drop spindling. I don't think I'm going to invest in a wheel. I don't need more yarn in that respect. Um, and I really do just enjoy the process of working with fiber in a very slow way. So it's fine for me to just drop spindle some crazy art yarn, but it would be nice to have a pretty nitty knotty to help with the finishing process, process of spindling. So if I see something that's 
you know, reasonably priced. And also I don't want to get a 3D printed knitting naughty. I bought one of those off of Etsy and it snapped immediately. So I'm not into that. I really would like to find maybe something that's wood. I've had my eye on eBay for a while to see if I could get something secondhand, but I don't know if you've (laughs) purviewed the spinning tools, but they are pricey. So I thought I would at least price that out. I thought that would be fun to look at. And I also feel like buying roving at these festivals is super fun as well. And so I really am hoping to get an undyed um, braid of roving. Last year I bought this rainbow, I bought my child this rainbow crazy (laughs) roving and they are not interested in spinning, but you know, I am now. (laughs) I have picked up the hobby for them and I thought it'd be so pretty to have undyed white to go with that rainbow. I think that would just be really pretty hand spun. I'm looking forward to that. So I'm going to, but I also, you know, if I see a braid of gorgeous, crazy colored fiber, I am going to invest. It has to be, you know, one of those beginner friendly fibers. No, no silk and sparkle for me. Thank you. Not yet. I just need, you know, the Coriadale. <laughs> long fibers, please. Um, but I am looking forward to that. So, so there's two things already on my list, right? A knitting knotty and some braids of fiber. And already we're looking at, um, a pretty significant amount of money just right there. I also, for some reason, my button stash is completely depleted and, but my buttons, um, without a project in mind is not always a great idea. So I'm definitely not going to do a huge amount, but I do need to put some buttons on a cardigan. I just finished the Kaliki cardigan from Vera Villamaki's stripes book. I think I've talked about this before. It's absolutely beautiful. I really love it, but it does need just the right buttons. So I thought that'd be a fun search and find. And then I'm also thinking about my other major summer plan, which is to always knit a summer shawl. Uh, I've knit a summer shawl. I think every summer for the past five or six years. I've given quite a few of them away. I gave one to my sister, one to my friend. Um, And I've been thinking that this year's summer shawl, I have two in mind. One, and I, I, two, one is the Mare Shawl by Moonstruck Knits. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I'm tempted to do that because I have this beautiful sport weight pink yarn. I don't quite have enough. This is the problem. Um, the, the, Sample shawl is all coral with white contrast color, and it's absolutely stunning. And I think I would have to flip that. I'd have to do white with um, a hot pink contrast color, which could be gorgeous, but I'm not quite sure if that's exactly what I want and if it's worth waiting to get exactly what I want down the line. Um, I love these search and find missions. I love uh, bright pink yarn. And so I think I could probably find what I'm looking for over time. Um, And maybe even at something like a creative reuse center. So I love that challenge of the seek and find. Um, But that's one, one project that I'm thinking about, partly because I have some yarn in stash and it'd be really nice to, especially in this moment where I have these unplanned expenses to be smart and to use stash. Uh, But the other thing that I'm thinking about is the Ziggy Interrupted Shawl. I have loved this shawl for quite some time. And the thing that has held me back is that I do not crochet. I have not crocheted. And here's the thing. I think this might be my summer, my one and only summer to do the Ziggy Interrupted shawl because my sweet child 
has learned to crochet. And because they have learned to crochet, they have taught me how to crochet. And I am currently working on my very first crochet blanket. It is the granny stripe blanket. I am very proud of myself because I have kept it simple. I have been using from our creative reuse center. We had this amazing Mandela yarn. I think it's from Michael's and it's called the unicorn colorway. It's so pretty. <laughs> it's like gray, blue, white, and hot pink. And we, my kiddo and I were both like, oh my goodness, that yarn. And so I was like, well, let's just use up this yarn that we found at this Creative Reuse Center. It's acrylic. It's washable. Let's make a baby blanket. And so here's the thing. So I've been crocheting. I've been doing the granny stripe uh, blanket. That's all the rage right now. I was inspired by Nitty Natty to do so. It's a triple crochet after setup row and, you know, just learning that stitch and having that learning curve um, in a simple project like this has been really rewarding. But as you can probably tell where this story is heading, y'all, I don't like crochet. Oh, I get it. Now I finally understand. It's, it's a, why would anybody knit a blanket? You should crochet a blanket. That makes total sense to me now. Um, but it's very, it's not as somebody, one of the knitting podcasts I watch, somebody described that crochet is not the language of her heart. And I think that's true. Um, And if you're interested, I've been watching Lena on YouTube. I think it's called Another Knitting Pod. I really like her. She's she's really inspiring. Um, And she's the one who said that. And it just really resonated to me. If I was ever in doubt, knitting is the language of my heart. Knitting is the thing that holds me together. Knitting, I don't know. I find it so much more engaging and soothing than crochet. And of course, this is a learning curve. Like I'm not very good at crochet, although I I have seen the value of practicing and I've gotten better. So I can now do that fun, fast um, move where you can pull your hook through the multiple loops. Like that was a little bit of magic. And I was very excited when I learned how to do. The other thing that's important, and I think I want to just note this, is that, you know, I have these two teens. They've been They've been through a lot. We've been through a lot as a family. And one of the things that I love right now about this moment that I'm in is that my child, my youngest, um, who I've wanted to uh, share the love of fiber arts with them forever. um, And and they're really wonderful. And I have, they like support me. They've always come with me to Michigan, uh, Michigan, to Maryland sheep and wool, uh, mostly because they love the alpacas and corn dogs. So we go and we have a good time together, but they're, you know, very much supporting me. I've always wanted to teach them to knit. I've always wanted them to learn to knit. I thought we could be one of those mother-child duos that takes the world by storm, or at least just share this thing that, you know, has helped me so much in this challenging time with them. I want them to be okay. I want them to have the same access to recovery tools that I do, but of course that's a controlling (laughs) wish and it doesn't work that way. And so one of the joys of this moment is that my kiddo has discovered a love of yarn and making. Um, They've always had an artist's soul, but they really enjoy crochet and they really enjoy crochet recently because one of their friends does. It's their thing. And I realized um, there's a tension. We were on a trip to see my parents, just me and my youngest. And I was like, oh, let's bring our crochet projects and we can be in the hotel and we can watch a movie and we can have a crochet party. And they were so frustrated because they were having trouble with their project and I wasn't having trouble with mine. And I realized in that moment that 
one, I don't love crochet. Two, this is their thing and I'm kind of horning in on it and it's ruining it for them. And three, I can be mindful of that and maybe give them a little bit of space so that we can have adjacent, but not necessarily identical joys in life and that there's something really special about having it be yours and yours alone. And so with that said, all of my crochet (laughs) journey may be happening right now as I finish this blanket and then finally just doing whatever the motifs are for the Ziggy Interrupted shawl and then move into the knitting portion. My kiddo, um, you know, chatted with them and they said I should just finish this blanket and then be done with it. (laughs) So again, I'm always in awe of how this, this silly hobby helps me talk with my kids about the things I care about. Oh my goodness. It's very long. I've been trying to keep these podcasts very short. So for now, I'm going to stop. But I'm wishing you wherever you are a really fun and fabulous festival weekend if you are attending. And if you're not, I hope that you have beautiful materials to work with. And I hope that you are doing whatever the thing is that is the language of your heart (laughs) that brings you joy and serenity in the most challenging of times. And for me, that's knitting. So And for my youngest, maybe it's crochet, maybe not, but whatever it is, I hope you find yours and that you have some time to do it. Take care. And as always, um, you know, take what you like and leave the rest. And I will hopefully see you again soon. Bye.